This one is for the podcasters or future podcasters, wherever you're at in your journey. But I say that because today we're talking to Shelby Claymaw of Shelby Claymaw Marketing. She's not only a marketer, she's not only a content creator or social media manager, she also puts on live events relating to marketing and brand building. Today, we're talking to her because she went through our entire podcast launch accelerator, but that is not the only reason. Shelby also broke the record for most podcast downloads in a day, reaching 500 downloads on her first day ever podcasting. So we're going to explain exactly how she did it, but also peppered in there throughout this very specific interview is how you can build your brand to get people to follow you and be behind you. So then when you do launch your podcast, your course, your email newsletter, whatever that might be, people are ready for it. They're actually waiting for it. And that was Shelby's secret sauce. Without further ado, let's get to this episode with my friend, Shelby Claymore. All right, Shelby, thank you so much for doing this today and sitting down with me to talk through some content and podcasts. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here and chat with you. Yeah. So this is there's a there's a lot that we could talk about. Um, I feel like this could yeah. be like a couple hours long. So I'm going to help both of us and for the folks listening to and uh, kind of really zone in and, and focus uh, today on your podcast. But before we do yeah. that, um, can you add a little bit of context as to what you do? And I think that'll kind of transition us perfectly into the podcast and the content that you make today. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Shelby Claymall. I own Shelby Claymall Marketing. We refer to it as SCM. It is a social media management agency where we help people in industries that range from the oil and gas all the way down to small mom and pop shops with their uh, social media presence. We build out strategy. We handle their social media. We are as hands-on as they want. So we'll literally write their caption, create their content, do their uh, messages, engagement, all of that, all the way down to coaching, whether they want to be influencers or content, just content creators, or maybe they have someone in-house that's already doing their social media, but just needs a little bit of help or hand-holding. Um, so we kind of offer an array of those things. I started my business in 2021. And before that, I was in the oil and gas industry for eight years. And I knew... Actually, it's kind of funny because like... In college, I was like, I don't ever want to get on stage or speak or like what all those things. I thought I would just be an entrepreneur and own a brick and mortar uh, because that's what my parents do. And it's kind of weird how things like transition. And now I speak on stages. I obviously have a podcast. And when I started um, the entrepreneur journey, I have it still a picture of it on a board that was like, start my podcast. And that was in 2021. And so finally... When I met Ryan on LinkedIn, which is not my favorite platform, but I was on it because they told us to be on it. I met Ryan and I found out what he did. And I was like, okay, this is God's way of telling me it's time to start my podcast. And so there was born damn good content podcast that was launched and coached by Ryan and his team. Look at that. Yes. The power of LinkedIn. And as you mentioned, oh, this yeah. is, I mean, I think that's a good point. Um, since, you know, we're on the topic of content and audience building, it's like, we just talked about this off air, like you don't have to have like the worst social media strategy, in my opinion, is being like, I'm going to post on social media. Like that doesn't yeah. mean anything. It's no. who are you talking to? And what platform yep. are you speaking on? And then what's your end goal? And so that's something that I think is important to note. Like, yes, you were posting on LinkedIn, but 
your the success of your podcast, which we're going to get into the the success of that launch was because you cultivated an audience on a couple platforms and you went yes. deep on those platforms, right? Yeah. And that's that was exactly yeah. what happened. A lot of times people ask me this, especially as a social media manager, they're like, I actually had, got this question this week when I was speaking somewhere and they were like, what platforms do I need to be on? Do I need to be on XYZ? Because there's so many platforms. And what I asked them is, you can be on as many platforms as you want, but if your consumer is not on those platforms and it's doing you no good. And so a lot of times what I tell people is they need to start with one or two platforms and really understand whether you like that platform or not. If your consumer is on that platform, then you need to be on that platform and super hone into that and then get that down pat and then add another one. If you have the budget and the bandwidth to hire someone that can strategically place you on additional platforms then yes, go for it. But if you're not there yet and you're doing this alone or by yourself or you're just starting your presence on um, social media, then let's take one step back and do one to two platforms to start where your consumers are. And that's really all you need because there's so many social media gurus out there saying you just need to be on everything and be doing everything. You just need to post all the time. And that's just not accurate. So just take a deep breath and you just need to know one platform at a time and your goals. Yeah, that's that's the tragic flaw of most podcasters too because they're trying to post X amount of posts on X amount of platforms. Like, okay, I'll post three posts on five platforms in one day. It's like, okay, that would take an entire day just to do that. You know, and as a social media manager and I'm building my personal brand too, I have a business and a personal brand. Like that is a lot to go. I focus, my community is a lot, lot, lot on Instagram. Like I know that that's my people. That's everybody that supports me, my super fans. And then there's Facebook and heck, I would love to be on TikTok more and I'd love to be on YouTube more and I'd love to be on LinkedIn more, but I know my bandwidth and what I have to do for my team and my clients that I have to take a step back and really understand. Like if I can go all in on those two platforms that people already know me and they're cheering for me, then why am I going to waste my time taking a step back from those and not giving them everything? to try to add more platforms. So it just, you have to ask yourself what's more important to you. Yeah, I know I'm with you on that. In terms, because you mentioned Instagram, what really impressed me about your launch was you were doing, I don't know if this was before, during, after, but you were making videos with your guests on Instagram. Because I think you had some guests in person as well, or like that you were around physically, right? And you were actually making posts with them, which is also another thing that I get for some reason. I mean, you probably find this, but like, podcasters have trouble. I mean, even me, like I've even had trouble with this, like promoting the thing. Right. And it's like, but yeah. you do it in a fun way. So can you, I don't know, can you talk about that a little bit in terms of your, like your like philosophy around kind of getting that message out? Like I have this podcast episode with this person. You're not just saying that you're also creating other content like around hype. it. Hype. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what it is, is like you want to introduce, well, a lot of times too, when you interview someone in person, it's the power of collaboration. So you're obviously collaborating with your audience and their audience. So like when you post something, they're all going to know that it's coming out and they want to know because their people love them and my people love me. So it's like a really good mesh. So always when I have someone in studio or even like online, I try to snap a quick pic and I post it and I'm like, Hey, coming soon. We have a podcast that we just recorded. That's amazing. And then what we do is like when we come up with these promo and I even told y'all this, when y'all had helped me launch and y'all did my promos and my now editor, but is I want something that's going to make people excited. I want clickbait. I want all of those things that, that are chopped out of that episode. It could be a dull episode. It could be one that's like, well, they gave us, it's like a, a movie preview. 
They gave us all of the goodness in that clip because they want to get us there. And so I was like, I gave him inspiration. Like, I'm going to say these names and y'all probably don't know who they are, but Caitlin Bristow, I love to, I know I showed y'all hers. Uh, I love how she does like her hype videos where it's like, it says their name, it goes black. It shows the guests, like it does those things and then call her daddy has a good one. I mean, obviously she goes way off the deep end with what she uh, interviews, but her promo stuff is amazing. And that is why she's cultivated such an audience. So whether your uh, podcast is boring, quote unquote, to you, or you don't think that your audience is going to love it, when you back that with hype of some sort, so music, black screen, showing their face, showing their name episode, like those types of hype. I think that that really helped with the launch of the podcast. And then also too, I filmed the journey. I filmed the journey from when I was starting. Cause I remember when I recorded my intro and outro and I was like, Ryan, this shit sucks. <laughs> and I shared yeah. that with my audience. I was like, y'all, I thought <laughs> I wanted to do a podcast and I can't get an intro and outro. And like, everybody was like, but you're so good at it. I was like, no, I just know I have to do this. And so like, it really does suck. I still get nervous, but like I brought my community with me along for the ride so they could see that there was a podcast coming. And I even did hype clips where it was like me, B-roll of me talking. And then it was like, hey, coming soon. And it was just like really cool things. I didn't say the name until launch. Like we got closer to launch. Like I didn't show the artwork. I didn't show any of those things. So it's just the power of marketing. Um, yeah, you are such a well. great example, though, of the document. It's like the Gary V document versus create, you know, like you are creating too, as you're mentioning, like creating these trailers and promos is work. Like whether you're doing the editing or an editor's doing it, it's like it's money, time, investment, energy, like it is work to do that. Yep. But also to create those what I would, I guess, call like day to day videos that you make, whether it's on your story, like that's something that keeps it always keeps those super fans like engaged because those people will always they just want to like know what's going on in your life like not that they're like yes. like completely invested in every second of your day it's just they're going to watch it and if if you create a yeah. predictable schedule which in your case is basically daily then they'll come back and so if you infuse the podcast into that now they are learning about your podcast but there's no it's it's not weird like it's not this thing it's it's almost i kind of want to flip the mindset on this like it's almost it's selfish to not promote it because if you truly yes. feel it is good, right? Like if you think it's not good, then, you know, I would say, yeah, or, you know, Don't do it. promote it anyway, I guess. <laughs> but like it's if you then that would tell you if you're not promoting your thing, then there's some kind of friction. Like what's the problem? Right. right. And so that's and but that's happened to me, too, where I'm like, yeah, like yeah, I would overthink the episode or whatever, you know, and in reality, it's John Mayer. Like I still use the same quote that he's said since 2008, which is the audience is always right. We can never predict. It's like the weather. Yeah. It's like you just don't know what's going to happen. You could be like, this is the best podcast in the world. And then that one could flop. And then the one that you personally didn't love could be the one that people like. So exactly. Because like the thing too, a lot of the podcasts I put out that I actually think are terrible, <laughs> like literally, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Jonah calls and says, I need a solo episode to edit for you. And I'm like, That's like my worst one to do. I hate staring at myself in a camera and just talking, except my last episode I actually did love because I actually had notes from what it was talking about. But the ones I hate the most, actually my phone blows up and they're like, I love these. I love how transparent you are. You sound so confident. It's the thing that boils down to this. 
if you don't think that your podcast is good, then no one else is going to think it's good. And the sense of you have to believe in what you're doing and the time and the money and the effort that you're taking, because it's not easy. So if you're wanting to do this, it takes time and effort, especially if you don't have the budget to pay for an editor. So then you have to take a step back and you have to edit. You have to do all those things. Now, a lot of times what I deal with is people just have imposter syndrome or they get in their head and it's a mindset thing that they know it's good. They know I'm called to do this, but I go, oh my God, so many other people are going to do this. Who's going to listen to my podcast? And I'm just going to tell you, you have to get over yourself. Flip that script and say, I just want to influence one person. I just want to touch one person with my podcast, not millions, not hundreds, not even 20. I just want to touch one. And if you start there and you flip your mindset to, I only want to talk to one person, then it's gold. And then your whole mindset shifts and then marketing becomes freaking easy because you're just talking to your friend on the other side of the radio, their phone, YouTube, whatever the case is. Let's talk about that person, right? Like if you are that person that's listening to somebody's podcast who you follow, you sending that message, mm-hmm. like you getting your phone blown up or getting those texts, even just one of like, hey, love this episode, like just love how transparent you are. Like you just said, like that text for a podcaster is killer. Like that is motivation for like a month. Oh. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, I'm I about know, to go right? record a million. And, but, and props <laughs> to you too, because you did do an early solo. I don't know if it was episode one or in the first three or yeah. So one. Oh, I it was because yep. we launched four at one time. Smart. And we did solo interview, solo interview. So I try so, to mix it yeah. up because you still like, if you're going to be an interviewer and you still want to be an authoritative figure in your space, you need to have yep. solo episodes in between. Even though you're interviewing someone, you're spotlighting someone else, your voice is still on it. But in, in reality, you're spotlighting their goodness and what they do within the community and their business. So if you want to still stand out as that authoritative figure, then you need to do solo episodes as well. So then you show people that I do know what I'm doing and I'm not just doing a podcast to interview other people. Now, if you are just doing a podcast to interview other people, that is totally fine. But if you're doing a podcast to build your personal brand on a stance that your knowledge is behind, then you need to incorporate solo episodes no matter how. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, I've been so I've been basically doing them 100% scripted. Um, there's really nothing in there now that's not. And it's it's scripted, but I can go off within the script, right? So I'll do a 30 minute and then yes. that comes down to about 10 after the editing, right? So I'm not sure how you're approaching it. Are you doing, like you mentioned, having like a little framework or are you kind of just letting it go? So some of them, some of them are just like, eh, I'm mm-hmm. going to start talking because this is the thing. A lot of my creativity comes when I don't have my freaking mic. And like, I'll, I want to, I mean, I want to record and I'm like, I have this really great thought. Well, now that my renovation is done, I can actually do it at my house. But like, I I have this thought of like what I want to talk about. And so then I'll just do a voice memo on my phone. Right. Sorry. This is, see, this, by the way, this is what happens hey. with a podcast. This is just life. I just, whenever, no, I'm not talking okay. to you, Shelby. I'm talking yeah. to the audience, but just so people know, okay, like okay. this is part of it. That's why like whenever something or something happens with the recording, I'm like, this is podcasting folks. It's not like. It's, yeah, this it's like podcast. your dog barking. It's your kid yeah. walks in the room. Like anyway, so I just like to highlight that. Yeah. Um. So it's a voice memo I'll leave on my phone. But the reason the last episode probably was my favorite is because I did have more of like, it wasn't a script. It was literally the journal that I went to a conference with. And I literally was like, we're going to be candid. And I'm just going to flip through the pages. And I'm going to tell you what I was thinking as I was writing these notes from these speakers yep. that I saw. And so everybody was like, that's so powerful because that episode was me being raw and real, pausing, saying, um, wait, let me figure out what I was thinking in that moment. 
but it was also sharing about a conference I went to that my audience didn't know about or will never go to. So they felt like they were a part of that as well. But a lot of my other solo episodes, um, truly I'm like, okay, am I going to talk about a social media tip today? Like I'll think of something and I might give myself three bullet points, but I will say that I'm really good at shooting from the hip. I'm really bad at script because you're going to be able to tell that I'm reading and then I'm, my brain works faster. So it's like, I'm reading, but I'm skipping to the next paragraph. So then I stutter and I'm just like, this is, this shit's for the birds. So I learned myself and I know what works for me and I just need those bullet points. But when my guests come in, honey, I don't have anything written out. I'm just like, I know you, I did my research on, basically know them. But when they come in, I just talk. Now, I will say, I will, uh, I don't know if you saw my, well, you're not really on Instagram. I'm so like, yeah, no kind of Instagram sober right now. <laughs> so I went to this conference two weeks ago or whenever, three weeks ago, or whatever, and I met Trent Shelton. Do you know who that is? No. Who is that? Um, he was an NFL player. He's a motivational speaker. Oh. He's like 2.7 million followers, like all these things. So he's like more of like a, he's um, a Christian motivation speaker, I will say. Talks about protecting your peace and all that stuff. And so I met him at this conference. And like when I meet famous people, it's at this point, I've just been in a room with a bunch of people. Everybody's human to me. And a lot of them are a lot introverted and you think they're extrovert, but they're introverted. Um, And what really impressed me with him was he was very intentional of speaking to me. This is just a fun fact. If you ever meet a famous person, this is how you decipher if you actually really like them or not. And he was like very intentional. He looked me directly in the eyes. He, it what there was a line of people waiting to meet him, and he was like very tunnel vision on me. And I really just walked up to say thank you for that speech. I just wanted to meet you and say thank you for your time. And like it really touched me and all this stuff. And take a picture because I mean, why not? Yep. And he was like, no, wait. Well, what about you? And so then I started telling him these things that were going on with me. Um, and then I walked away. And then later that night, my friend was like she has something to ask you. And I was like, and I talk really fast when I get really nervous. So I was like, I'm, um, I have this really small podcast and it would be really exciting if you would be a guest on it. And, um, I know you're in like the season of no, but maybe like if you're in the season of yes, would you be on my podcast? And like, I literally went on like this, this long (laughs) tangent. And he was like, I don't think any podcast is small. Yes. I'll be on your podcast. And I was like, holy shit. So it's just like these cool things. I will probably do a lot of research for him because he's a guest and he's famous and I don't want to waste his time. But like my guests that come in studio, I just love the whole point of that to wrap that around is I love a good conversation and I love it to be organic and not planned out where I literally have a question and then I'm like, okay, they answered that question. Okay. My question number two is this. I really like am trying to be so intentional that when they answer that question, I listen and I ask questions based. I have questions, but I ask that another question based on what they said there. So it's like, I want to dig deeper into what you just said. You know what I mean? So like, that's how I kind of do my guest um, when they come on the podcast. Uh Oh, did I lose you? Oh, we got it. We're back. Okay. We're back. Yeah, that's good. The recording is saved. We're all good. I love Zencaster because it saves it as like if your internet goes out, my internet goes out. We it still goes. We got it. It still goes. I'm like everybody that's asked me like, what do you do? What do you record? I was like Zencaster, hands down. No Zoom bullshit. No nothing like that. Zencaster because it still records if the internet. Hey, if you're not in the affiliate, they do have the affiliate program as well. Shut up. Yep. So I don't. 
You need, are you an affiliate yeah, at least? Yeah, I'm getting yeah. Okay, good. Well, the thing is they have it where it's based on your podcast downloads. I'm like, no, I want to promote you guys on LinkedIn to like way more people. But anyway, I don't want to get off on that, <laughs> go off on that topic. Yeah. But no, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but you, you were saying that, yeah, you were at the point where you were talking about the accessibility of these guests, but then also the flow of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, did you, did I lose you? No, I don't know. I think I'm here. No, you're still there. Oh, so you must have lost me. Because when you go back and listen to it, you might hear that part. But basically, it's just like I love the conversation of where like I'll have an initial question, but I focus on what they're saying. So I ask a question based on what they said to me because I want to go like I first off, I ask my question, my client, I mean, my clients, my guess, like is any question off limits because I'm yeah. a question freak and I want to know like everything. Like if mm-hmm. you start talking and you tell me like you started your business and this was your turning point. OK, I need to know what that detail of that turning point was. What were you feeling in that moment? Like, I want the juicy gossip stuff that you don't just tell everybody. So that's kind of how I run my episodes. And I think, I mean, I just, it just kind of works for me until I, until I interview Trent Shelton and Jasmine Starr, then I'm really going to do some research. So yeah, make sure for people listening to this, make sure you look both of them up, especially Jasmine too. I know she's got Jasmine a, uh, Starr. She's a killer big deal. program too. Um, a few things there. So the first one is like, um, coming back to the beginning of what you said there's yeah if i'm making a solo episode it's for a few reasons it's to repurpose it on linkedin right and then it's also for youtube click-through rate views subscribers like i'm optimizing for that right so that's why Mm -hmm. the content's scripted now it's not scripted in the way like i'm not reading like i look at it i do it and i do as many takes as i need to do but that's the goal for my solo episodes your solo episodes, you have the this kind of core group of super fans who listen and watch you, right? That you can go off the dome. That's what they want. Like you're actually delivering what your audience wants. For me, like it's different goals, right? So you don't, that's something that I wanted to highlight where it's like, we're not all doing the same thing. Every podcast is different. Every podcast has these different goals. Every solo episode, some people are optimizing for YouTube, some LinkedIn, some Instagram, some TikTok, who knows? Yeah. Right. But they're two different things. And then the second thing is I've we've had our other shows do conference recaps and they've actually done really well. And and I think partially because the people who are interested in that conference will also stumble upon that next year. Right. Or whatever. Or maybe, oh, I saw these people go. Let's see what it's like. Right. So that's just a twofold thing. And then like. The final point on that is the feeling is everything, right? Coming back to the solos. Like if you do one and it's scripted and it sounds scripted and, and it feels scripted, then that's that, that outcome's not good, right? So it's it's but it's all about like it's all about the feel first and the information second. You have to feel yes. like you're talking to somebody. That's or at least that's the goal. Um yes. for sure. And when it comes to this type of content. And just in the instance of time, I would, I wanna pivot slightly to talk about yeah. the launch of your podcast because you had one of the mo- highest downloaded podcasts for day one that we've ever launched. Shut up, no way. Yeah. So yeah, because you did about like 500 downloads almost in the first like five days it was of the ins- podcast. It was so stupid. I was like, I cried. I was like, I did not think that this was like... Most podcasts, by the way, don't even reach like 100 downloads total. So the fact that you had 500 and that's like just the stats of... That's why you got to figure out how to launch a podcast when if you're going to do it. So you get these type of results. But 
So for you, what were the things that really helped make that launch like successful? It doesn't, it could be social, it could be the editing, it could be the planning of the podcast beforehand. I think, so it had a lot to do with you guys teaching and setting it up the right way. So like y'all were able to come in. So they, okay. So everybody that doesn't know this before we launched the podcast, they launched it for me, but they also co- coached me. I want to think for like what, two, three months, four months. I don't even know. Yeah. A couple Starting months. December. Cause we didn't launch until June. Cause we kept pushing it back. Cause Jasmine was like, you're not ready. And she was Good right. Advice. Yes. By the way, do never, never rush your podcast launch. Anyway, never rush your podcast. And so basically what happened was first off, y'all coached me the right way. We got to the point of like who I was speaking to, what it was, all that stuff set me up on all the right platforms of everything that I needed and coached me through all the things I needed to do the right way. And then what happened is I built hype around social media and I built hype around email and I built hype around the people around me. And I built that hype first and then I launched that sucker. So like they got some, okay, so like it started with like, there's something exciting coming. Any guesses? And then it, it started with I dropped, I think, the graphic. And then everybody was like, holy shit, she dropped the name of the graphic. Or wait, no, it started with a picture of me just with a podcast mic. And I was like, any guesses on the name? I'm dropping it, whatever. So then you give them that excitement to see what's next. And then I dropped the graphic that or the art that y'all made for me. And everybody was like, holy shit. And so like then that, and then we launched, when then we dropped the launch date, but everything in between on my stories. And I even have video of me, um, where I'm like, there's fun videos. Cause the real out, like the reality of videos, I guess you would say is like me recording and then me slumping down in my chair being like, this shit is so hard. And you know what I mean? Like, and I was, I showed them that it's not easy. It's not a walk in the park. It's not perfect. And then they also got ones that were really hype where it, it was like different clips of me. And at the end it said, um, Hey, welcome to, or it said like, hi, I'm Shelby Claymore, the host of blah. And I blocked it out. So they couldn't see that. They couldn't hear that yet. So, but it's like the build of the hype. So social media, I think is a huge, no, let me read back up. Social media, I know is a huge asset to, um, podcast launch or anything that you're launching in general. Um, I just looked up the downloads as of today, Ryan, and they're at 3472. Wow. So we've literally launched in June. Holy so what's crap. that? Four months, June, July, August, September, October, five months. Well, basically five months. Yeah. Um, and it's just because this is the sole purpose is you want to keep it in front of them. So I, my strategy is when every time I record an episode, even if it doesn't launch until November or it doesn't launch until December, cause we always record in advance. I still showcase that I interviewed them and that's what they got to look forward to. And then also a really big tip is this. I launched four episodes in one day. And so when you're thinking about that is when you launch, think about Netflix when a new movie comes out or a new series comes out and they are like, oh, we have a new series, but you get one episode. And you're like, and sometimes the first episode sucks. If I would have launched the first episode, we would not have gotten 500 downloads. (laughs) Cause I was like, even my husband was like, oh, you sounded so nervous. I was like, well, no shit, dude. Like I was so nervous. But I backed it up. That second interview was baller. And then it was a solo episode. Then that fourth interview was baller. So then when I dropped it, they could binge damn good content. And so they knew it's weekly every Wednesday, but the first Wednesday they got four. So it's a lot of work on the front end. And Ryan and 
And Jack helped me with that because they had to edit four episodes. We had to drop it. We were all a nervous freaking wreck. Well, I was. I don't know if they were. That's what they do for a living. But I think it's just like what you do leading up. So bring your community in no matter what platform you're on. And then two, launch more than one podcast episode. So even if it's just two or three, like it doesn't have to be over the top like me, it's four. Um, And then just like take them along the journey. Like Ryan said, people just like to know. They're weird. People are very weird in a good way. I say this all the time when I speak, they want to know about you and just giving them that extra layer and pulling back that curtain is not telling them every single thing about you. Because if you follow me, I share a lot of crap, but people don't know me. Like they don't know me, but they feel like they do. That's built that trust and that community. So like, no matter what I launch, no matter what I sell, no matter what I do, you're now building that community. And I think that that is a huge thing for what that launch was. I'm with that. Yeah, that that was it right there. That's the launch strategy. Um, and also to kind of paint that full picture, those people who want to get to know you even more, that's why the podcast is there. If you yeah. don't have that, they would they will get to know somebody else. And that's just the reality, right? Because we only have so many hours in the day. So if we only have, sure, we we you might commute two hours a day, but there's 4 million podcasts out there, <laughs> you know? So that's the thing. Like if you don't have that and also what people, once people reach escape velocity with their audience, like once their numbers really start to grow in terms of follower count, that is a, like you will launch the podcast at the perfect time, the right time, right? Because it's like you can't keep gaining and then give them nothing deeper, right? So there's, that, there's also a lesson in that for people who are seeing growth in their audience, it's, yeah. it's probably time, even if you don't think it is, it's probably time to give the audience something deeper on a deeper level. Yes, absolutely. And it helps just build your reputation, your credibility, your authority building, all those things like this. Um, so the podcast now trickled to, I don't know if you saw, I'm putting on a conference. Uh, a yeah, conference. that was the thing that your in-person events is what I'm most imp- impressed with out of everything that you so do just it's from called yeah. damn good marketing live. Like, holy shit. Like it. we've played off of one. Um, and what I'm going to end up doing is do live podcast recording. Yep. So basically we'll have speakers and live pack, but that intertwines everything. So even if you're just doing a podcast for fun, if you know the whole goal and purpose behind your podcast, you just have to be willing to be candid and give the audience in the community what they want. And so I now I'm going to get in the front. Like a lot of the people that's coming to my conference probably has majority of them do, but probably not all of them know I have an actual podcast. So it's going to be really cool because one, they've never been in, in, in front of a live podcast because we're going to do that. And then two, now they're going to go listen or vice versa. The people that are listening are going to want to go to the conference next year. So like you have to really understand your audience and what you're giving them. And it all intertwines together. I just think it's like the beauty of messaging and social and just marketing in general. There's all these new marketing mediums to the point of like people are against and like they have this perception on social media and blah, 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 all this stuff, but it can literally change your life. I mean, you're seeing it. You're a walking testimonial of that. I'm a walking testimonial of that and podcasting. So we wouldn't be here without it. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to Uh -uh. do these things without like, that's what I say. And you're, you're a testimonial of doing it all. Like you do the live, you do the podcast, you do the social every day, you do the stories, you do the foreshadow. You're like the queen of foreshadowing. That's kind of what you were alluding to before giving them a little bit, but not the thing yet. Uh And so then once the thing comes, they know it's coming. So that is like the two big ones, the launch preparation, multiple episodes, 
just to recap that and the foreshadowing. Most people don't do enough of it. I don't even do enough of it. Um, so yeah, have a plan though. Have a strategy. Um, take your time. Uh, I think that's also uh, the big one right. here. So Shelby, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for uh, hopping on to to chop Absolutely. it up about your podcast and content. We could talk for hours. Um, we're overdue we for a long form I wanna, <laughs> episode too. I want to leave everybody with one tip because you did say I do it all. So I do have a t- team, but I will say this. The magic behind getting so much content and documenting so much content is your phone. So like right now we're recording and he's recording this and I'll probably ask for it anyway so I could chop it up. But in the same sense, I have my phone to the left of me. So anything that I do, I record. And that's just documenting the process of you. You don't necessarily have to use it, but like when you need B-roll or you need the pull back the curtains of the process that you're doing or all that. Like people say, oh, it's too hard to do that. No, you don't need a fancy camera. You don't need all these things. You need your phone and you just hit record. And I, it's literally leaned up on my coffee mug right now. And it's selfie with it recording. So that is just like a fun tip to give y'all if you want to document it. Because if you're recording, might as well video it. So then you can now use it for social. You knocked out two things. But Everything is content if you want it to be. Every single thing you do is content. Everything. I have a camera off to the side to do this. See? Yep, 100%. We're, at, we're doing it. It doesn't take much. You don't even need the camera. You can just use this we're doing thing. The damn thing. That's it. We're doing That's it. That's it. Um, so let people know where they can find you. I'll have it all in the show notes and description um, for, you know, when this comes out. But, you know, the handles, the podcast, uh, you mentioned it, but let, let folks know. Yeah. Um, so the podcast is Damn Good Content Podcast. It's on all major I don't even know what you call those platforms. Um, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, um, all those. If you want to actually watch it, you can go to YouTube because all my episodes are there. I am my handle for Instagram. Actually, kind of across the board is it's Shelby Claymaw. Claymaw spelled like Clement, C-L-E-M-E-N-T. And then my business is Shelby Claymaw Marketing. Um, I'm very heavy on Instagram, but I also have, I'm basically across the board. I just don't post on every single thing. But thank you so much for having me. I I think this was really good, and like you said, we could probably yeah, talk. Yeah, that's for why hours you gotta be your it. own best producer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, we can keep Goodbye. going. Yeah, thanks, Shelby. <laughs> really appreciate it. All the links are below to check out everything that she has going on. And uh, thanks for getting to the end of this episode to learn more about your podcast and content. Keep investing in your personal brand and your podcast, and we'll be here to deliver the value. All right, thanks, Shelby. <laughs>